Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Challenge podcast. My name is Challen, and this week we're going to be previewing Game Week 1. I'm here as always with my co-host, Alex. How are Hi, you? guys. I'm fine. Can't complain. It's a bit chilly today. For you and I both, yes. But somehow you managed to go for a run. I did. I went yesterday and today. Surprisingly, I went shirtless because I just get hot while I run. So I'm happy. That's good. Yeah. Are you excited for the game week coming up? Definitely. Still might have a few nibbles at a, in the midfield, but not too serious now. All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about just our overall thoughts on the Community Shield and anything else has happened in preseason since last week. Uh, same thing with regard to teams and transfers, just having a look at new, new players, players to consider, players who have left, that kind of thing. Have a look at some stats, not too many, just a few. Yeah, and... please, I want to <laughs> stat as much as possible. And then focus on our Game Week 1 predictions and our current drafts, which is the most important thing. Yeah, and... baby, let's go. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, okay, some big news for South Africa, that is. Let's mention that first and foremost, SABC, our main broadcaster, is going to be having Premier League football for the first time ever. Uh, one game per game week, as well as a few build-up build and post-shows. It's good for the yeah. country, don't you think? Oh, I think so. Um, all those happy Premier League fans finally get some viewing time. Without a doubt. And yeah, it just gives, it puts more eyeballs on the product and the fact that the national broadcaster has somehow gotten rights to that from the other paid broadcasters is a big yeah. thing. Yeah. This so, is doing some things right in our country. Absolutely, yes. So looking forward to that. Hopefully more players as well in the game, but hopefully not too yeah. many that beat us. <laughs> All right. Uh, Community Shield-wise, what are your main takeaways? I must say that I wasn't surprised that Liverpool took the title. I mean, they were in it from the start, attacking 100%. The fitness levels are up there. City just look lacklustered. Maybe because of minimal pre-season games. So, not surprised at all. Congratulations to Liverpool. Hope they continue throughout the season. That first, was it half an hour or so? Liverpool were totally on it. Yeah. And it looked, then they scored, and then it looked like they were just going to keep going from there. But I think Man City did very well to turn it around until half time. I mean, yeah, they try to keep it reasonable, but Liverpool just, yeah, the intensity, they just raised and raised the bar. In the second half, you can see that. I mean, you can see Man City are still trying to get on the front foot, but again, like they they did well until half time, and even did well until the equalizer, uh, and then immediately after that, they took KDB off, obviously because they're giving people minutes. Right. But yeah, then Liverpool took it away from there. Um, main takeaways for me, player wise, uh, the wing backs of Liverpool once again looking demonic, scary. <laughs> Yeah. Other main takeaway for me was as enterprising and 
attractive as Diaz looks on attack. I'm not that interested in him in game week one. Yeah, I'm also on the same page. I mean, he's ruthless on attack, but yeah, he's that finishing. He's not there yet. He's got a bit of a, and it's probably a good thing. He's got a bit of a selfish streak to him. So yeah. you can see, I'm sure he's because he's trying to prove a point. But I think the lo- the more he's playing, the more he'll get into passing when he should and that kind of thing. But right now, I don't want him just yet. No, too early. And I think there are like better eight price midfielders who will be more consistent. I think, but we'll get uh, into that later. Absolutely. And like the the main conversation with Liverpool now is if you were to rank. Assuming that everyone has Trent and Salah, then if you were to rank Robertson, Diaz, and we'll mention him now, Nunez, what's your top three going to be for them? Who would you rather have as your third Liverpool player? It's a tough one. I mean, you can't not back Liverpool's defence because they concede less and less goals every season. They just, they are block at the back and they attack... The wing backs just tech wise is good for fantasy. You know, but I think I'll probably go Robertson, Trent and Salah, as opposed to Nunes, who is still finding his feet. So would you if you rank the three that I mentioned though, Robertson, Nunez and Diaz, if you were to choose make a top three out of those three, who Robertson seems to be first for you. Robertson and then Nunez mm. and Diaz. Yeah, Nunez, Diaz. But think... Liverpool overall, Salah, Trent, and Robbo, I think. The true, I would definitely go for. Okay. And I guess Robbo has the fact that he's a million cheaper than Diaz and two million cheaper than Darwin. So Right. We need that money, right? Correct. On the city side of things, what did you think of first of all seeing the fact that Haaland started, which is probably a good thing? Yeah, what do you yeah. think? What do you think of his performance? You could see he was still he was out of place sometimes. Um, didn't know where to run. Mm. But as the game progressed, I think he looked more comfortable, like pulling up defenders, making some good runs in, just one or two chances that. Could have gone his way, but that'll come in time, I think. Yeah, I mean, people are just being a little bit too hard on him on social media again, saying yeah. that he scored and, or he didn't score and Nunez scored 1 0 Nunez to him. But I don't like the thought of that. I thought that he played well when he was given the chance to play. Yeah. But I think City, especially because of last season, not having a real striker, they played that City way with that without a striker system. Yeah. I think the players are still very used to that. They're kind of passing it around. There were a couple of times where you could see Holland was making the runs and he wasn't quite being played in yet. Yeah. And yeah, that'll come with time. So for sure, I'm not sure if I'm going to have him in game week one, but we'll talk about that just now. Uh, on the subject of players and teams and transfers, though, uh, I saw that Pete, Peter Schmeichel, yeah, Peter Schmeichel, <laughs> Kasper Schmeichel is leaving Leicester. On his, way to, on his way to Nice. Very random. Interesting. Yeah. And that means that we have game week one coming up and Leicester have a four million keeper. He's probably going to be starting. Danny Ward. 
Are you interested in him? Not at all, but thanks for asking. How about not, you? Not at all? Wow. Not, yeah. not even as a second keeper? I mean, it's debatable, but I'm pretty much set on my goalkeepers now. Fair enough. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about your... I think you probably still have a rotating four and a half combo. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's probably why you wouldn't consider it. Um, for me, I tend to have a second keeper who is four million, so for me, I'm... <laughs> I'm going to roll the dice and get him, but I'm not going to be expecting to play him every week because at the same time, uh, Lest are linked with Martin Dubravka from Newcastle. There you go, yeah. And at this stage, it's not included in the same deal, but Newcastle wants James Madison. So that could always be used as a, I don't know, make weight as part of the deal maybe. Mm. But right now, I don't like the okay. Madison at Newcastle sounds interesting, but I'm not too keen on him yet. Yeah, I mean Ronaldo being linked to Newcastle was interesting, <laughs> but anyway. Well, I mean Ronaldo and uh, Chelsea, Timo Werner as well. Yeah, there's still slight links of him to Newcastle, but I think the fact that we are now stressing about getting a defender, yeah. uh, we're trying to use Werner as makeweight with Leipzig to get. I forgot his name, but yeah, one of the Leipzig defenders, but they don't want to sell him. The central defender? I think so. I don't know how to say his name though. Gvardiol? Is that how it's said? (laughs) G-V-A-R-D-I-O-L, I I think it is. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We want him, but they refuse to sell, so I don't think it's going to happen. On the Chelsea front, other than that though, uh, we're on our way to hijacking Man City's bid for Cucurella. So that seems all but done and dusted, which is kind of weird seeing as we have Chilwell already, but we need backup because yeah. I think I think Alonso is on his way out. Yeah, I think the bigger teams now with the Champions League and all the other cups, they need some depth. And I think that's where City are definitely lacking. That's true. And uh, uh, yeah. City actually refused to pay more than I think it's 40 million for uh Cucurella. So we've come in and we've outbid them, but at the same time, and I say this and I mentioned to you off air, as has been the case throughout preseason in Chelsea and bidding for players, as soon as we bid for someone who comes in and tries to just steal it from us, Barcelona also now keen on Cucurella <laughs> as well. I mean, such lazy scouting, come on. They're buying everyone. Yeah, I don't know if... The fair play has gone, regardless <laughs> of whether they've joined Spotify. I've got a deal with them, so stop it. It's enough now. It totally is. Yeah. Uh, we should probably mention. I don't know if you saw the news last week after we finished recording. Uh, Wolves, Raúl Jiménez is injured for the first two months, and that's looking like Pedro Neto is oh, going to be up yeah. front. Mm. It, it is. I'm still lingering in the back of my mind if I should consider him, but I don't know. I just don't trust Neto now. Look at those fixtures. The third yeah. best fixtures currently playing Leeds, Fulham, Tottenham, Newcastle and Bournemouth. They do look very appealing. I think I'm more interested in Neto than I am in a Wolves defender, put it that way. Oh, yeah. I definitely think that. And I see a lot of people, I think... It's the one thing I noticed in your draft you sent me, but not just you. A lot of people have Leon Bailey from Villa, yeah. and I don't know why. 
I haven't watched him in preseason, but he wasn't that good last season. So what? What's the catch? probably just because of the current preseason? He's been playing regularly and he's scoring goals. And Gerard says he's going to be have a um, a major part or a big role in the in the team. So I'm hoping for the best. I thought that last year when he joined, I was excited for him because he came from was it Germany, right? Yeah, in Leverkusen. I thought so, yeah. yeah. I like the idea of him, but he didn't play that much mm-hmm. under Gerard, so I'm keen to see it maybe happen, but yeah. it depends on your structure. Would you rather have Bailey or would you have Neto or would you have Martinelli? I mean, look, currently, as you'll see in my drop lane, I've got Martinelli and Saka and Bailey. So with maybe 0.5 or 1 million in the bank, so I could always swap Bailey for Neto if he performs in the first game. But for now, I'm happy with Bailey. All right. And uh, speaking, the only reason why I knew nothing about Bailey's preseason, and that is quite tempting, though, you mentioning that. And the fixtures are pretty good. Bournemouth, Everton. But the reason why I'm keen is because I heard recently from Scott Parker. Is he the manager at Bournemouth? Yeah, I think so. I think, so. I think it's yeah. Bournemouth, yeah. Mm. Uh, he mentioned that Bournemouth only have two fit centre-backs. And if, yeah. you, if you look at Bournemouth's fixtures, uh, yeah. they play Villa, Man City in game yeah. week two, and then Arsenal and Liverpool. Yeah. So if you're considering they don't have defenders, you've got yeah. to target them. Yeah. They, unfortunately, they are probably going to get smashed <laughs> those first few games, like... I hate to say it, but yeah, good luck to them. And for that reason, if for people who are most likely considering a game week five, six wildcard, you are probably going to look to target these teams who are playing Bournemouth, especially. Well, yeah, definitely. Because I think those, those good fixtures that you see up front for most of teams are going to be reversed later on. So mm. might consider that wildcard then. If you know, If you know that the likes of Liverpool are playing Bournemouth, does the appeal of two Liverpool defenders not put you off now? Not at all. You're not interested in Nunez? DM. I'm sticking with my, my gut. Okay, so you're set then, basically. I'm set, yeah. I mean, look, if he performs um, better than Kane or Holland the first few games, then maybe could consider a, a reshuffle, but at the moment, nah. Fair enough. Uh, just looking at down at the other teams, do you see anything that catches your eye, player-wise or team-wise, that we're not considering? Mm, I see Newcastle have a good two fixtures in City, Wolves, and Liverpool, so maybe you can cash in on Trippier or Bruno in the first two and then swap. But I'm not too keen for that. I like I like Trippier, but I don't. Trust them enough. I don't know. Yeah. Like if when I show you my drafts later, I have two, and it depends on what I do in goalkeeping and my third and fourth defender, basically. Because I, yeah, I haven't gone too big at the back, and I'm a bit worried about that at now. But there's a reason for that, and you'll see exactly why. Yeah. Uh, looking at the other teams, Forest, how about Everton? Ooh, Everton. Yeah. Barring the Chelsea game. But- I mean, Chelsea currently are not having the best 
for performances. You watch your mouth. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, let's be honest. We haven't had the best preseason. And it's probably the only reason why I'm not going or why I'm not as strong on a Mount or a James. James yeah. Although I still think that they might do well. But I think if I'm talking, it's a good first five fixtures, though. <sighs> but if we do badly in the first two, then I'm let's say if I don't get a second Liverpool defender, or if I don't use the extra money to get a third premium player from other clubs, if I then get Mount or James instead, and they yeah. do badly, then I'm already behind the eight ball. Yeah. On those other That's the thing, options, you, know, you can't you can't be behind from the start. So I'm rather going to pick the players from teams who are in form yeah. and then take it from there. But I do like, again, if Cucurella joins, it puts a question mark over Chilwell starting. He will he will start, but again, five subs. Champions yeah. League, Chilwell has injury issues. So I think rotation is going to be rough there. Yeah, that's the thing, unfortunately, with Chilwell. Because he's so good when he's on form. And I think our centre-back, I think there's a very good chance that James starts the season at right centre-back as well. Well, look, I'm sure James will, will maybe go into the midfield, like play a role there, maybe. He likes to go forward, so there's always options, attack-wise, at Chelsea. Definitely. Um, looking at the other teams, though... Not too interested. Oh, people are mentioning Leeds because they've been playing pretty well recently in preseason. I haven't considered them at all, to be honest, but look at their fixtures. It's not bad. Wolves at home, Southampton, Chelsea, Brighton, Everton. Yeah, not the worst. Actually, not, pretty juicy. Not bad for your bench players, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if Bamford is on form, so... He broke his duck finally. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. But again, we don't know what Leeds look like without Rafinha. Yeah. And that's the big worry. So, personally not going there. Leicester, it's a team in, not flux, but again, they're losing Schmeichel. It's a big thing. Yeah. Potentially losing Madison. Potentially losing Fafana, because we're keen on Fafana as well. Ooh. So, uh, And Tillemans? No. Oh yeah, he's also linked to it. Like, Literally yeah. everyone in that team is linked to the move away. So I'd be worried if I were Leicester fans, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, anyone else I'm not seeing? Oh, let's see. Arsenal. Oh, uh, Arsenal, yes. Because there are a lot of options there, FPL wise. You've mentioned Saka and Martinelli. Yeah. And of course, everyone and their dog has Jesus. Jesus! Yeah. So those three, do you think they're the top three? Definitely top three. No love for Zinchenko? I mean, maybe Zinchenko. Um, but for now, my defense is settled. And I'm happy with Saka and Martinelli because I think Martinelli will play a big role now. I maybe. agree with that to an extent. At least the Martinelli side of it. Yeah. I mean, Odegaard captain, risky, but weird, weird choice. Martinelli, Odegaard, rotation, I don't know. I think Martinelli, well, last season at least, Martinelli and Smith-Rowe rotated mostly. Yeah. So that's the biggest issue with him. And at least he's at that price point, you can 
switch him to any of the others we mentioned already. Neto, Bailey, okay. yeah, Leeds midfielders. Everton has Gray. So I mean, tons of options. Gordon, Gordon, uh, Bruno at Newcastle. Yeah, but okay, I am still trying to get Rashford in somehow during the later stages if he performs. Because I think under Ten Hag, he'll be good. He'll refine his form from two seasons ago, two or three seasons ago. I hope. Wouldn't it be best to just start with him then? Because the fixtures are so good. I that because I'm, I'm settled on my team. I don't want to change now. <laughs> Stop it. Behave. It's Brighton and Brentford. I know. <laughs> but it's United. They like to concede at home. He's a midfielder. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, the reason why I asked about Arsenal players, you mentioned Zinchenko, but nobody has mentioned Ramsdale. Ah, yes. Why is Ramsdale not in the question? It's a tough one, because he was one of the best keepers last season. They have the best fixtures up front. Yeah. They don't concede many goals. I'll show you the defensive stats now. Like They don't concede many in terms of XG. So why wouldn't we have him? I think it's a toss-up, really, for attack versus defense for Arsenal, to be honest. I mean, would you rather have Jesus, Saka, Martinelli, or Zinchenko, Ramsdale, or Jesus? I mean, it's a toss-up there. Fair. Okay, so you, you've instead gone with double Arsenal midfield and double Liverpool defence and not the other way around, basically. Yeah, because I think Liverpool will concede less goals than maybe Arsenal or Chelsea. And Arsenal will score more goals. Yeah. And they're cheaper in midfield, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping. Yeah. I can, I can see the, the appeal there, but from, from a goalkeeping perspective, you don't we don't change our goalkeepers often, right? Yeah. So everyone's linked with, or if, most FPL teams we've seen, like last week we spoke about, Raya is up and away the best choice. And then maybe Sanchez, I guess. And I forgot the other options. Henderson at Forest. Yeah. Henderson, yeah. So, you know, currently I'm rotating with Raya and Henderson. Why wouldn't... So, clearly, if you look at those few keepers we've just mentioned, Hen, I mean, Ramsdale's better. Isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hard I guess. Day. But I'd rather have that 0.5 somewhere else. It's literally in your bank at the moment. You're not using it. Like I said, I'm happy. I'm putting, we haven't shown our draft yet, but I'm putting question marks over quite a few places in your team. I'm liking that. <laughs> so much pressure now. <laughs> but this is, like, everyone's doing the same thing. We don't know what's going to be the right team to choose. No. So we'll have to see. And also, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm also, I'm not set with those 4.5 keepers anyway. Like I say, I am, but also I want to rotate them so much. So if you were to switch between a... Let's say if you win Ramsdale, which of the Arsenal players would you drop then? Oof. Maybe Martinelli for Neto. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, definitely not Saka, because I think he'll probably be on penalty duties with Jesus. From what I saw in preseason, so 
I think Saka will stay. Fair. That's. I mean, I could I could always downgrade to a four like Gazaniga or that Ward. Possibly, that, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's have a look at just the general outlying fixtures or how the season's going to be progressing over the next. This is up until the World Cup, basically. Just things to consider. Uh, we have game week one, and then we have some Champions League playoffs for West Ham. Is it cha- no, it's not Champions League playoffs. Whatever. European games yeah. and EFL Cup starts in game week three. Four and five are pretty open. And then Champions League starts in September. So five subs wise, need to be considering that very soon. Yeah, for sure. Long season, have to give players a rest. Um, rotation is key, I think, for the, the first few game weeks. For me, I think that's one of the reasons why I would... I usually try to wildcard around game week eight because that's usually where international break is. Yeah. But the fact that we have the wild card in the World Cup, which is post-game week 17... 17. yeah. We have the therefore we have to use the first wild card before that, whilst we're wasting it. Yeah. Um, so therefore, you obviously. Well, I think then for me personally, I would probably look to use it between game week five and seven, around there, because then it gives me time to build up a team for the next eight game weeks cool. until the World Cup. Because you don't, right. you don't want to choose a wild card team and then only have one week before the World Cup. Yeah, no, you can't have that. What I mean, do you usually do wild card wise? <laughs> I mean, from the past, uh, I've told you many times that I'll, yeah, not intentionally, but I get excited and then I just use it from the off. As soon as it's available, maybe gaming two or three, I'll use it. <laughs> And then the players that I put in just don't perform for the next four or five games. So, yeah. So what's what's the uh, the goal this season? Wildcard was. When are you looking to go wildcard? I just want to try use it wisely. I mean, like you said, between games five before that first international break mm-hmm. seems reasonable enough. Or just after, like game nine or ten, I'll use it. That could work too. I think yeah. I, I should, uh, what's the word? I should clip this last minute of what you just said, just so that next week when we come on and record and you re- you reveal your team and you, you reveal the fact that you've wildcarded. It'd be enjoyable. Well, I think what uh, depends on what the fixtures are like after the international break. Uh, obviously, build my team around that. If they're good fixtures, then yeah. I don't have the whole Maybe. fixture ticket yet at the moment. I only have the first five game weeks. But yeah, I think there, there are some big fixture swings for teams. So I think, yeah. I can't remember who exactly, but I know there are teams here in the middle area that end up having good, I think it's Spurs, for example, have a good swing after that. So you might yeah. be able to load up on Spurs and a few others. So, Quick question. Is it... Oh. I think gaming from gaming two, Spurs have Bournemouth and Newcastle Palace, Forest, and then Spurs have Chelsea Wolves Newcastle, or Forest and West Ham. Would you swap Kane for Holland from gaming two onwards, or would you keep Kane? 
it's because I think Holland, if he performs um, against West Ham, there's no doubt that you have to have Holland for those next four or five games. I would, regardless of Kane's, uh, yeah, immaculate scoring. I think is. It's a plan by many people, and I think it's a yeah. good plan potentially on paper. But uh, I don't. Would you call know. it a waste of a transfer, even though they're like for like same price? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because you, it depends. Like if if Holland actually scores in game week one, if Kane scores a hat trick, then maybe not. Yeah, that's the issue. Um, I I would do it. But at the same time, look, if Kane scores a hat-trick in game week one and you then move to Haaland and he scores a hat-trick in game week two, then it's a perfect move. Yeah. But there is, and you can say, even if you do a hit, let's say someone else gets injured in your team and you need to use that transfer for something else. And now you've, in your mind, already booked Kane to Haaland. So now you have to take a hit in game week two already. But if Kane does well then you can say that, well, the hit kind of pays for itself because Kane did it. But I don't know if I'm going to. At this stage, I have Kane in my team. Yeah. I'm not sure if I will start with Haaland as well because you will see why in a few minutes. (laughs) But I think the appeal is there. Mm. It's hard not to bank against Haaland the, the rest of those fixtures. I agree with you. It's... And he will come good. That's the thing. Yeah. Having a look at non-penalty XG last season, uh, teams right at the top are very consistent month for month. And Man City, best uh, defensive... Is this attacking? Yes, attacking. Attacking XG, best attacking team throughout the season. Chelsea, second best, despite not having a goal scorer, really. Yeah. Spurs were there right at the top as well once Conte took over no surprise there yeah and Liverpool did amazingly well in the beginning and then slowly tapered off but again they were involved in like four or five competitions as well yeah makes sense Uh, Arsenal look it's good to be targeting them with their double midfield in your case consistently high XG not scoring as much but they've signed Jesus so yeah I think now the appeal is there with Arsenal Tech-wise. Agreed. And I mean, looking at the other teams, nothing. Wait, wait, wait. Where is little old United? There's my beloved team. Just above Crystal Palace. Yeah. 0.9. Yeah. I know oh, that was in season. But they had that period in January, February where they were pretty high. Let's be real. Don't yeah, know they happened. were resurging during those months, but then typical United just. Are you considering anyone else besides Rashford? I mean, I have Dallow in defence. That could be a talking point. Um, Has he been starting? I haven't watched your games. Yeah, I think he's going to be the starting right back. Good. According to many people. and I don't know. I have faith in Dallow and under Ten Hag. He's an attacking wing back and he defends well. So... Would Rashford no. be playing on the left? Yeah. Rashford, Sancho. I think Sancho will be on the left. Rashford maybe on the right. Mm-hmm. And who's your left back? Malakia, the new guy? Either him or Tellez. I, don't, I really I don't know much about Shaw. Forgot nowadays. about him. 
But I'd like Malatya to start giving that confidence. Uh, and also Lissandro Martinez. Mentioning him, he's 4.5 this season in FPL, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah. Many defensive options for United, but oh, the thing is, they just concede, but I hopefully under Ten Hag, more ruthless in defence. We can hope. Speaking of defence, non-penalty XG conceded last season. Liverpool out and out tops. Uh, much better in the second half of the season. Yeah. However, I mean, look at City. They were just consistently the same, essentially, throughout the entire season. Yeah. City are just a team just above any other. And moment. again, looking at Spurs, once Conte took over in January or December it was, they went from conceding one extra year game down to 0.7-ish, which is equaling Man City, basically. Speaking of Spurs, we haven't mentioned Perisic at all. Like, would you consider Perisic? <laughs> we haven't mentioned him, yes. And yes, I would. I yeah. think I would have Perisic over James for game week one, depending on the structure. Yes. In my team, though, I think I would have Perisic over James. But... <sighs> I mean, looking at these comments, context comments last week, he he likes both Perisic and Doherty, yeah. but he's quite clear on the fact that they're both not as fit as they should be at the moment. Yeah, and no doubt. Again, I'm not entirely sure if I want to invest five and a half in a defender who doesn't play. It's fair enough, yeah. But that could be a risk. Like, if you're willing to risk that, then you play him and you hope for the best. At that price, you can downgrade or move sideways if need be. Yeah, it is interesting because I see many people have chosen him for five and a half on fantasy. So. Sounds like you have the money in the bank to have that kind of flexibility. I, at the moment, don't. So, Don't use me to try bar players, please. I will not. <laughs> Uh, looking at these other big, uh, stats, though, Crystal Palace and Brighton, look at, look at how well they did. Top five defensively. Yeah. yeah. Brighton and Palace, I don't know. They killed us last season. I say us, I meant me. Uh, my team, yes. Very good teams under their managers. I wonder if Vieira's yeah. going to do as well this year. They really have a good structure. I mean, Palace, maybe. They do seem to be consistent. Brighton, I don't know. I'll still stay away from those kind of teams. Crystal Palace, uh, Zaha, speaking of Zaha, he scored, I think he scored five goals and three assists in preseason so far. He's doing I mean, well, yeah. as always, I guess. But he, to me, yeah. he's always a bit of a all fart, no poo player when I've, when I've earned him. He also gets too emotional on the field, so... Yeah. And defensively, again, we're seeing Chelsea and Arsenal both defensively very good. Arsenal did very bad at the start of last season, but they turned the run very well. Yeah. I think there are quite a few teams from the big teams that are going to do well. And I think in time, over the five game weeks, I don't think there's going to be a very big difference. I say that now. Who knows? But we'll see. But I mean, I think that's why many or the bigger teams 
had trouble defensive wise because they were scoring goals and they were, but they were also leaking as much. So I think that's why they have invested in the defensive ranks. I mean, look at Spurs with Perisic and uh, is it Langlaff as well. Yes. No, I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. Leng Leng Leng. Leng Leng. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough L's. Uh, speaking of L's, let's talk about who's going to get an L in the game week game week one fixtures. Uh, how are we going to do this? We're going to give predictions. Not. Don't think we have to do scores unless you really want to. I mean, yeah, go all in. May as well. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Want to start? Yeah. I'll do the co-host. I'll start. You go wait ahead. your turn. Um, Arsenal away, Palace. Tough, but I think they can scrape it 2-1. You're hoping for goals from your three players? Of course. And I gave Palace a goal. Okay, fair enough. Um, oh, Tough one. I think, off the top of my head, I think Arsenal win this 2-0. Yeah. Okay. Liverpool, Fulham, I'll go first. I say Liverpool will win this 4-0. Yeah, I'll go 3-4-0, yeah. Next. Fulham, maybe 2-1. Over Bournemouth, okay. Uh, Or draw, but I think Villa, 2-1. I'm going to say Bournemouth. There has to be a surprising result in this game week. I think Villa lose. Bournemouth win. Interesting, okay. 1-0. Leeds Wolves. I'm gonna go with a a draw, one all. Yeah, I'm saying two teams lacking in big players. I think a score draw maybe. I agree with you there. Yeah. I think I'll, for this game, I could go Forest as the first upset for me. Forest with beating their, Newcastle away. The new investment, yeah. Uh, I mean. Surely Newcastle can win, but I'll give Forrest the benefit. Lingard to score a spectacular volley. Volley, okay. Yeah. So what, 1-0? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go with a 2-1 win for Newcastle. Okay. Wilson, brace. Oh. Spurs, Southampton, 4pm kickoff on Saturday. 5-3 Spurs. Good grief. Okay. Yeah. What? Nah, I Kane, Son <laughs> yeah. combined for all five goals. I mean, maybe three, three one, three no, three no, three no. I don't see a clean sheet. I see a two no win for Spurs. Okay. Everton, Chelsea. <laughs> Goodness, sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Away at Goodison Park. Uh, it's the kind of game that I think that we might just lose. But at the same time, I think that we will win this. So, Yeah, I think I can get Chelsea. I'm going to go with a 1-0 Chelsea win. Yeah. I don't think there'll be goals in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a draw or a Chelsea win? <laughs> Fair. Uh, oh, su- Sunday kickoffs, Leicester, Brentford, Leicester without their goalkeeper and captain, I would call him, Schmeichel. Ivan Tony. Okay, yeah. fine. 
maybe draw. It's the kind of game where I'm not really going to watch it. I'm going to watch the United game, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> Put it back to big teams. <laughs> yeah, Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to say a Brentford win as well. Interesting, okay. Tony, uh, yeah, Tony scoring penalty. Yeah, a lot of away wins for the opening fixture. I like it. This is not, yeah, this is probably why it's not going to happen as we think. Yeah. Man United, Brighton. Definitely a 4 0 Brighton win here. I mean, look, the reverse was just, yeah, it was dreadful <laughs> last season. But I think United, I wouldn't say easy, I'll just say comfortable. 2 0. You're not tempted by Marshall. Let's go into that. Okay. Once you see the draft later. Uh, not predicting, not. All right. Sorry. Uh, United win this two, two something. Yeah. I, I hope for a clean sheet. Yes. And the for my sake, of course. Maybe me as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> West Ham, Man City. Main event of the weekend at the London Stadium. Is that what it's called? You are correct, sir. Man City win this 3 1. Wow, going big. Um, tricky first game for City, but I think they should win this 2 1. I say should, West Ham, maybe draw but Man City 2-1 I think okay very interesting predictions there yeah. and I'm not liking them but yeah first no, game we just get out of the way no we don't know any of the form really preseason doesn't mean anything we need to see no. them playing proper minutes so do we want to see my team first or yours well you've kept it a secret until now so yeah well, let's, let's reveal let's, first we did you first last week i think so let's do me yeah. first um my i have two drafts the one draft i played with a potential nunez up front so that's the first draft okay. i'll show you that one first and i'll break it down for everyone uh in goal i have ramsdale and hennessy that's assume that's going to be ward now so ramsdale ward in defense i have justin trent neko williams Cancelo, and perisic in midfield, I have Salah, De Bruyne, Martinelli, Neto, and Pereira. And then up front, I have Jesus, Nunez, and a 4.5. So I'd be playing a 4-4-2 each week, basically. And then I would yeah. still have Neko Williams, Andreas, and Greenwood on the bench. Yeah, the money, I have no money in the bank. Everything is spread out. What do you think of it? I mean, I like the balance of it. Uh, uh, Justin, also, I was considering him because he was sensational before his injury. So, much to think about in that four and a half range. But yeah. Justin, yeah. What do you think of the fact that I don't have Kane or Son or Holland? It's, it's a big risk, but I think the Bruyne and Salah can make way for those lost points. And double city attack, and then I double Liverpool yeah. attack as well. You're not really losing out. And the double Arsenal. 
So it's all looking good. And then Netta is at, I wouldn't say differential, but you know, that five and a half. Intriguing slot. And Perisic is as well there, just to cover some sort of Spurs attack slightly. Yeah. I guess uh, I could change this uh, structure slightly, and I would do that probably by, it would have to be, okay, if I'm centering this draft around Nunez, then I'd be keeping him. And then I'd have to, let's say, downgrade De Bruyne to get someone else to improve maybe Justin or Perisic to something else. Also not considering Robbo for yeah. Justin. Yeah. So yeah, Robbo for Justin. But again, then I need the money. And then I can't have Nunez. I mean, you could just put in Grealish for De Bruyne. Grealish is going to be... But I have four. three already. I have yeah. Trent, Salah, Nunez. So therefore, it has to be Robbo versus, yes. versus Nunez. And if I do that, let's say I switch this draft to Robbo in defense. That means I have to get someone like uh, a 6.5 forward up front, which is gross. Yeah. Because then I have, I have no K. Have that in yeah. No K, no Holland, and I've only yeah. got Chasey's up front. That's... The reason why I'm staying away from Darwin and Holland from the start is probably because they're new to the Premier League. They still need to get accustomed to the the teams like strategy or and all that. And that's, that's why Robbo at the back is more appealing because he's accomplished there. He's set. I like that too. Well, same reasoning. I prefer to pick the players who are tried and tested in the league. And that's why looking one of the big standouts for me, even though he only played what 60 minutes last week, was De Bruyne. He yeah. was on fire. Yeah. And I, I mean, I also like Alvarez when he came on. Like he links up very well with Holland, but he's mm. a striker in the game. Yeah. I can't justify him. But yeah, no. De Bruyne and Salah for me, the first few game weeks, it seems like a, non, a no brainer for me. Yeah. And I can't, I can't get away from that. So let me show you the second draft. Having just mentioned that. The main event draft. And this is the draft I mentioned that I can't get away from. I keep tinkering and I end up coming back to this. There's one thing I really don't like about it though, but you have to make sacrifices somewhere. Can you see it clearly? Yeah. I'll break it down. It's essentially the names at the top. Three, mem uh, three premiums. Ramsdale and Goal, Ward on the bench. Cancelo, Trent, Dalot and Justin in defense. <laughs> in midfield, I have Kevin De Bruyne, Salah, Pedro Neto, and just, I forgot his name, Jacob Murphy from Murphy. Newcastle. Hmm. But he rotates with, he'll rotate with Pereira on the bench. Yeah. And then up front, I have Jesus and Kane. So the big difference in this is that I have Kane instead of Nunez, and then I have the three big hitters without compromising Trent and Jesus. I like that you went Dallow in defense. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Respect United. I like the look of it at four and a half. Yeah. It was either him or try and get the money for Trippier. Mm. But so, yeah, that was the big change in this draft is that I went from Raya in goal to Ramsdale. So I needed that 0.5. So I dropped Trippier to Dallow. Okay. And Murphy, big talking point over Bruno. <laughs> Wait, Murphy over Bruno? Well, yeah, sorry. 
<laughs> Both Guimeras. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's six, well, he's six million. Murphy's four yeah. and a half. That's the big thing. In order to afford, right. in order to afford Kane, I've had to drop. I forgot the player from the other draft. I've had to drop Perisic, and I've had to drop. Who was the other player? I'm confused. I can't remember <laughs> my players. Martinelli. Um, Martinelli, yeah. So I've had to drop Martinelli and Perisic to get Kane. Is it worth it? You said Murphy's four and a half? Yes. I mean, he's probably the best option. I've looked. It's yeah. really, it's Pereira, it's, <laughs> it's Murphy, it's people like Romeu and things like that. And maybe some yeah. of the promoted teams have a couple of randoms too, but I should check who's available. I mean, Murphy, he does start and he can get points and red cards yeah yeah i mean that's why you rotate with Pereira, like you said i mean it's it's an interesting choice but a respectable one i think Pereira, yeah Pereira, i think uh has good fixtures in game week three i think it is so then murphy plays one of the big teams i think so he'd switch out then yeah but the, the idea for this team specifically is to target those first few weeks if need be, I have an easy way to get Holland. I don't really like that idea, but again, I'm preventing risk, basically. Yeah. And, and I'm guessing no money in the bank. Sounds like you're being aerated. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse uh, the claim. Yes. Uh, I have no money in the bank in this draft, no. Yeah. And I don't know how to get it, because I'm trying to look at ways to improve the Dalot or Murphy spot, but there's, there's no money. I can't get it anywhere. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you've got two city players and Kane. And Salah. Do, do you really need Holland if you've got the Buena? It's, oh, it's, oh. You can't not have the Buena for those fixtures. Exactly. I like this. And therefore, I can't, like, unless something big happens news-wise, I'm probably going to be set on this. The only thing I might change in this team is most likely which four and a half combinations I go with. Because I think Justin and the Brighton defenders, their fixtures go hand in hand. So, but this is a 4-4-2, so I have to play both of them anyway. But anyway, so I need to figure that out. And if I can maybe see one of the promoter teams maybe has a I think Jack Colback takes corner kicks for Forrest. Yes. So someone like that, maybe instead of Murphy, just because of set piece threat. But we'll or see. you could always downgrade the Bruyne for Jesse Lingard. <laughs> Extra six million and then upgrade, I don't know, anyone to get I have Green Holland. Then, you know, take out Green and put in Holland. Yeah, then you have Kane and Holland. Kane, maybe. Holland, Jesus. Yeah. We haven't mentioned the city midfielders besides the Bruyne. Are you interested in Mares or Foden? At the start, I was, because he's priced reasonable, or reasonably, should I say? But he's still—he's too selfish for me, as we saw in the Community Shield. I mean, we saw Foden. He almost scored twice, and he—that was his first game in. Yeah, and Foden pre-season. also. Consider Foden. 
I like Foden a lot. Just fantasy, I don't know. I need to... At risk. I had him a lot last season, and he did well at in points, but he also cost me. So I need to get over the fact that he did that because I can. Let's say I go De Bruyne to Foden, and then that gives me what four million, I think. Mm-hmm. Four million I can use to upgrade Murphy to Saka or Mount. Rashford. <clears throat> yeah, Rashford, and that still gives me extra money to then upgrade one of the 4.5 defenders to Perisic or maybe even Robertson. Yeah, lots of money to be made, but are you willing to make that risk? Yeah, that's the thing. Is can yeah. Foden, can, is, essentially, is Foden, uh, Foden, Lingard, or Foden a 6 million and Robertson better than De Bruyne, Dalot, and Murphy? That sounds... Like a no-brainer <laughs> at the moment. Uh, at the moment, no. I don't think so. Would you rather have? Probably have De Bruyne. Ah, okay. Interesting. This De Bruyne on his own can outscore any any player. Hmm. Any two players or three players, should I say? On that note, let's look at the. I think I can't remember if you have De Bruyne. I don't think so. Anyway. Yep. Oh. The, just as you're big, big talking to Bruyne, tell us about your team. Yeah, okay. So I went my four and a half keeper, Raya, Abdello, Trent, Cancelo, Robertson at the back. Salah, Martinelli, Saka, and Bailey in the midfield. And, and Kane and Jesus up front. Henderson, Andreas, Nico, and Greenwood. From so Raya and Henderson also rotate fixture-wise. I'm happy with Trent, Cancelo, and Robbo. Liverpool, um, City, concede minimal, and they attack like beasts. So I'm happy with that. Dallo may be a big talking point under a resurgent United, but I'm happy if he's a starting United at right back. I'll stick with him. Salah, yeah, not much to say about Salah. Stock standard. Um, Martinelli, Saka. Arsenal on the rise, big attacking returns I'm hoping for there. Um, and Saka, obviously, if he's on set-piece duty, penalties, big picks, then I'm happy. Bailey may be the odd one, the odd differential there. Um, and Kanan has Zeus up front. How much is Bailey? Five. I know, tricky. I mean, for that price range, and if he starts and gets off to a good start, oh, no turning back. I'm and just... Those, those I'm, two pictures look good. And then, I think Chelsea is third, and after that, minimal. I'm looking at that, and that the only way I can get... I'm looking to what, improve that Murphy slot, basically. Yeah. And that's only 0.5, and that the only way I can make that happen is if I get what downgrade Raya... I mean, Ramsdale back to Raya. Hmm. to get Bailey, because then he's playing Bournemouth who only has two centre-backs. Yeah. But Villa aren't as prolific in front of goal. Watkins scores every, like, five shots he takes, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Watkins is also another guy I've overlooked from last season. Maybe because of his price. I don't know. Probably. I think it's just he's not clinical, that's all. Yeah. 
Um, okay. So, I mean, looking, you, you mentioned talking points. So what are you most likely to change? If anything. Uh, I mean, looking up part of the team, can't change much. Maybe Bailey and Guerrero regarding fixtures. Um, other than that, no. You're quite set on the back line, it I'm looks. Set, yeah. And the forwards. Yeah. I mean, for the first time, I'm going with two Liverpool defenders, and I'm quite intrigued by it. Maybe those two will outscore. Didn't, mm. you, didn't you predict Fulham to score? Uh, did I? No, I said 3 0. Fair. Okay. So you've gone heavy on Liverpool and Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. What happens if City just destroy, which we're expect? Oh no, we you're not expected to destroy West Ham. But what if they do? Haaland or De Bruyne, anyone else? To be fair. Yeah, I mean that's fantasy to be honest. Have one or the other. I'm risking not having Holland. Then again, Kane. Too much experience. I think he will outscore Holland first game, but after that much to be spoken about that rotation with Holland. How do the you next five fixtures, I think. How do you let's say if okay, well, there's a lot of what ifs here, but what happens if De Bruyne goes insane? How do you get to De Bruyne? Genuinely, how do you get to De Bruyne? Or any other city midfielder? Saka out, I guess. <laughs> Gets you Foden. But how do you get to De Bruyne? Saka out, yeah. And, and Kane, maybe. You'd have to take Kane out. Yeah. It's too much of a gamble. It's either that I'd rather just go like for like Holland and Kane. And just maybe tweak the defense if Perisic starts. It's not at as much rotation risk. And maybe Dello if I have enough money. Yeah, I've got one in the bank, so can swap out Dello for Perisic just to have that Spurs player. Which of the two? Or I could take out Saka and put in Kulusevski if he's up and running, but nah. Don't like the look of that. No. Our teams look similar, but I like the fact that they're different as well. They're decidedly different too. Okay, you get your second raft. I think it's slightly different to this. This is the one with Haaland. Yeah, I think that's just the only major change. And with Perisic and Zinchenko. Yeah, so, and Rashford. So. so in this draft you have, let me just go through them quickly, you have Raya, yeah. Perisic, Trent, Cancelo, Zinchenko, Salah, Rashford, Saka, Bailey, Haaland, Jesus. So this team has the difference. It's Kane for Haaland. Yeah. Uh, Rashford for Rashford, yeah. Robertson for Perisic, and Dalot for D Zinchenko. Dalot, yeah. mm. hmm. I mean, both teams seem pretty balanced, but I do like the look of that first team. This one's more yeah. uh, team balanced, though. Yeah. Like the, you've you've covered, uh, you've covered Spurs slightly. You've covered Arsenal defense slightly. Got Rashford in midfield, City attacker. You still have double City attack. I mean, double Arsenal attack as well. Does this team have money in the bank too? No. 
I don't think so. Okay. Hmm. I mean, there is a debate to start this team over the other one. Simply because of the team is spread maybe better. But other than that, it's just the, the cane the conundrum. And Son. We haven't mentioned Son at all in this podcast. This yeah. is the first mentioning of Son's name. Son is just, oh, he's too priced. That's okay. Yeah. In your case, you're overlooking De Bruyne and Son in yeah. your drafts. In my case, I don't think I'm, I'm not, I'm only overlooking Liverpool's offense, double defense. Because I can, let's say again, the what if scenario, I can get Son in one move, De Bruyne yeah. out. Yeah. I can get Holland in one move, Kane out, and get me two. Yeah. But I, okay, I can't get double Robertson. I can't get double Liverpool defence, sorry. I th- <laughs> I think I'm mitigating risks better slightly. Yeah. But this I mean, is, the, your structure is the, the structure that a lot of people have, though. Yeah. So I don't think it's I the wrong, wrong structure. I no. just think people are hedging their bets in different places. Yeah. That's the thing I want to be different with having both Robert and Trent in defence. So in case both this team. Yeah. The only way you can see the benefit of this setup though is if you keep it for five weeks. Yeah. I mean there's no there's no way I'm changing this. The defense at least. Yeah. That means you have to so the only way you're gonna get a city player attacking wise is if Kane goes. Yeah. What I really don't want to do. because um, <laughs> Kane does have Charles in the second second weekend. You could also just Blitz them. What if, what if De Bruyne and Son go off in game week one? Stop it, please. <laughs> and, and pool concede for three games. Yeah. Like they did what the start of last season. Their defense wasn't the greatest for the first four games. Yeah. But look, I'm I'm building this for the long term. So okay. I think I'm going to change Kane and Holland throughout my fantasy. Okay. So I like the look of this team, to be honest, but I also like the other one. So I think either one yeah. that you go, I don't like Bailey, even though I still might get him myself. <laughs> I'm probably going to go without Bailey because I would rather have Ramsdale in goal for five games than have Bailey for five games. Yeah. I mean, each to their own. Each yeah. have preference. Okay. So that's that, basically. Let's have a look at social media plugs. If you want to follow us on social media, you can at Fan Challenge on Twitter and Instagram and on YouTube. Fantasy Challenge, one word, like and subscribe videos. Please watch them or listen to them on podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever else you find them, you can find us there. Uh, Greek, you are on Instagram as well. Instagram, Twitter. I don't really use social media, but if you want to find me on on Twitter, Alexi underscore books. I probably won't respond to your messages, but I'm there. Um, other than that see you guys next week and enjoy the upcoming week of football good luck for game week one to you and everyone listening and I hope I do better than you goodbye Ah, everyone ah,